The following podcast contains language that some may find offensive, concepts that some may find unsettling, and advice that some may find uncomfortable. It regularly contains ideas that have been described as questionable, outrageous, even immoral. Children should be shielded from its influence, and adults should proceed with caution. If you are still inclined to listen, be advised that nobody's nose makes no claim that you will emerge unaffected. You have been warned. It's the token nation. He's Asian and he's token. He's not currently poking, so it's okay to ask him questions. Cause his dick isn't in his mouth, unlike someone we could mention, but we won't. <laughs> the show. The show doesn't start with you singing that song. What? It starts with a gong? Hell, with Hellraiser. Oh, it actually starts with one of your songs. Have you ever listened to the show that we put together? <laughs> Honestly, no. Okay. Let me let me set the stage for you, okay? There's a warning. And then after the warning, there's music. And it's a song you wrote. Mm-hmm. And then the music fades down and it fades into you talking about whatever we start the show with. And usually that ends up being a conversation about how we're not really starting the show with a standard way to start the show. And usually you sing some version of the token Asian song. And I always say, we need a real beginning to the show. What that means is what I want you to do is say who you are. So the the true beginning of the show is actually not having a beginning to the show. That is, is the beginning. Right now. Man, how existentialist. Mm-hmm. Not having a beginning is our beginning, Dave. Right now, that is the case. And people probably think it's by design. And it is. It is not. It is it's, by design, it's Dave. It's your design. One of these days, I'm going to write down like an actual script. <sighs> yeah. It, here's, know, what I, here's what here, my dream. You're just busting out of my, my organic flow, yo. I like some of the things you come up with because some of the stuff that you come up with when I'm just waiting for you to find a way to start the show is interesting. I, we've had some shows that I like that we talked about. Just not this time, apparently. I haven't rose to the foamy light cream at the top of the glass, apparently, up to the standards of one, Dave Lawson, but I will try. I will. I will. I swear I'll try. You appreciate honest feedback, right? Sure. <laughs> Most of the songs and voices don't work. Sometimes they do. Uptown girl. <laughs> don't do, don't do uh, too many lines of something that you know you're supposed to pay Dave for. Dave is getting sued by Billy Joel. No, has his finger in his butthole. <laughs> All right. So, well, I, I'm not going to do an imitation of you. But let's say that I were starting the show. I'd be like, "Hey, once again, it's Matt. I am the token Asian. This is my show." As usual, with me is Dave. He's running the boards. He's going to be chiming in a little bit later. Like, something like that. I'd act like people were returning to hear what I had to say again, and I was greeting them as if if they were someone who'd been here before. It would be a familiar greeting. And if it was a new person, they'd be like, oh, I understand what's happening. And we do that at the beginning of right. every show. I didn't realize there was so much method acting involved. I'll, I'll try to get into the mode. Um, <laughs> that's my that's my dream is that one okay. day there's we're a real show. <laughs> Dude, have, have you ever been on the Internet? 
like what constitutes a show these days isn't like a high bar. Well, what you're saying is true, but there are good podcasts and there are less good podcasts. I'd really love it if we could be a good podcast. Well, yeah, but do we always get what we want, Dave? I'm not sure we do. No, no, I we don't. However, I have been enjoying the podcast that we've been doing. Oh, no, I, I, no, 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 Dave, 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 I've been enjoying it as well. I just haven't been prepared. And that is something that was probably on my report card quite a bit. Needs to prepare more. Uh, is a good student, but needs to pay attention. Yeah, I think you prepare not at all. Not at for all. these. Well, no, I do. I, I think about stuff I want to talk about during the week. And then I get here and get stoned and forget everything that I was going to talk about. So in that way, I am preparing, but the problem is I'm unpreparing. But you probably remember some of that stuff throughout the course of the recording. Mm, no, usually just right after we're done. <laughs> and, then I, and then I think, oh man, the next one's going to be so rad because I'll remember this shit. No, and then I get started and I forget. What about a notebook? You could write down ideas. Well, I do have a notebook. I just forgot to bring it. So it's full of ideas? Well, we can do that for the next episode. Yeah, you, you might want to text me. Okay, um... I usually say what's on your mind early on in the episode. However, we did just watch something right before we started filming that was hilarious that you had not seen before. Oh, yeah. All I want to say is if you want kids to pay attention in nature class or history class or actually any class, you just got to get Snoop Dogg to narrate it. I mean, that Snoop Dogg narration will make kids pay attention. And I'm sure a lot of people have already seen the clips that have been going around on social media of Snoop Dogg. He, it's narrating Planet Earth or something, and it's phenomenal. It's like Lauren Green, Last of the Wild meets just watch the damn show. He says, what is these animals? Yeah. like, <laughs> But it's funny because not not once does he ever lose confidence. He's just describing through his lens Perhaps. It's almost like seeing it through another sort of lens. <laughs> the lens portion of the of the episode is further away. I understand what you're saying. Basically, I guess the whole point about the Snoop Dogg thing being funny is he's clearly he's talking about stuff that he hasn't really seen before or doesn't have. The words that normally you associate the narrator of a show to use, a but, show like that. But he's trying really hard. Right. So we would have to then view a for effort. something like, okay. A good example would be maybe just show me a sports program, and then I could try to tell you everything that was going on. I don't know. Like, are there any opportunities to talk about them fucking? You got the sports people? Yeah, I guess coming in hard to the hoop is pretty sexual. <laughs> That's, yeah. Taking it hard to the hoop. Dribbling the ball. Just dribbling. Yeah, dribbling in, in general. So, what else you got on your mind? Do you think anyone ever gets Bernie Sanders confused with Colonel Sanders because they're both white and and they're on TV a lot. Probably. Don't you think that's kind of weird? Yeah, and it's funny that you bring up Bernie Sanders because I actually had two different things related to Bernie Sanders that I was going to bring up today. Because I, I saw that uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial and I wonder, is the reason why there's such a strong Bernie Sanders surge because of all of these Kentucky Fried Chicken ads with a Colonel Sanders and people are like, oh, well, shit, I don't know about his views, but he makes some good chicken. If they question him in the debates or at a town hall about his military service, he could say, well, I was a colonel and then wink. Yeah, exactly. Not a bad idea. I actually think that some artwork with classic KFC art and adding Bernie Sanders yeah. to it, like, you know, remember the um, 
the high contrast Colonel Sanders yeah, yeah, face. Yeah. Uh-huh. You could do that, right? Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if Bernie Sanders would want his campaign slogan to be finger licking good. I mean, it kind of sounds like he's poking panties, you know, giving out hand jobs. Pressing flesh, as they say. in, in Pressing the, politi- the flesh. Yeah, as they say in the political arena. Kissing babies? Kissing babies, as it were. And in this case, literally kissing babies. It's kind of like, um, yeah, probably wouldn't be a good one. <laughs> is that their only slogan? Because, you know, a lot of these companies have a bunch of slogans. Is, well, there's is... 11 herbs and spices. Yeah, that's still a little sleazy. There's a... Uh... I mean, I guess he, 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 he does have a pro-marijuana stance, doesn't he? We'll be getting into that. Well, that, I'm just talking about the seven, 11 herbs and spices thing. One herb, no spice. No, yeah, oh, there's, there's nothing wrong with different flavors. Man, I, I got this stuff recently. It's called grape... Oh, grape Romulan. And, uh, you know, it actually does taste a little bit like grape. Luckily, it doesn't taste anything like Romulan. But... Uh, um, how do you know? What? That it doesn't taste like Romulan. Dave, I don't need to shoot up heroin, but I know it's a bad drug. That's a Whoopi Goldberg quote. And I try to quote her uh, at least once a year, and I got that out of the way. No, I guess I guess in all reality, I don't know what Romulans taste like. Now, are we talking about actual alien Romulans or emo kids? Well, you would have had a shot at some Romulans at one point. So you might have been able to gain some like actual like, street-level experience on Romulan flavor. Oh, man. No one wants to fuck a Romulan. Because you know what happens. They just end up crying afterwards. I don't think that was a very long-lived phase what romulan thing oh i thought you meant crying after sex i go oh i didn't think that ever went out of style that never goes out of style crying after sex never goes out of style (laughs) i feel like a whore Eh, i guess that's kind of universal oh i thought you were gonna say do you still want the money oh you're suggesting that i visit prostitutes that's comedy gold dave (laughs) comedy gold let's visit some prostitutes you know those those girls have to do that yeah make a reality (laughs) show about it and make a lot of money do they there's a cat house on HBO, which is oh, I thought you were fascinating. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Kardashians for some reason. That too. Same thing. Ooh. If this was Oprah, it'd be ooh, girlfriend. So you've already done Whoopi, and now you've gone to Oprah. Not literally. So who will be the third? Jerry Springer? <sighs> Wait, who was before Whoopi and Oprah? Oprah. Whoopi, then Oprah. Fuck, I don't know. Because no matter what I say, it's going to be the wrong answer. Oh, you were preparing for that? Well, yeah. I mean, what <laughs> what am I going to say? Like, you know, if I say a white woman, oh, this is supposed to be another black one. I say black one. It's like, oh, why does it got to be the black one? No, like, I think when you went you went whoopee to Oprah. I think it's perfectly acceptable to be like Queen Latifah. Yeah, but if this were the SATs, I don't think that would be the right answer. No? Because like from like whoopee to Oprah to... You could go Joy Behar. No, it would. We gotta do the black thing. Whoopi to Oprah to that crazy one from the movie Clueless that's on <laughs> Fox. <laughs> it would be something like that. Oh, what happened to her? Like, I think she was always like that. Really? God, mm-hmm. I thought I, you know, I thought she was okay in Clueless, and I saw her on Fox News doing that shit, and I was like, wow, you're like really unattractive all of a sudden. And it's funny because it really is not her physicality that makes it that way. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, if she didn't have a head or something, I'd probably fuck her. That That's problematic. Well, I... Is that different than what you usually look for? What, a woman without a head? No. I'd prefer them to have a head. Ah. 
for a minute when you said no, it could have gone either way, you know? Well, I mean, I'm all inclusive, Dave. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about. Yeah, I don't know. Necrophilia. I will say that looking back at the stuff that we've talked about, everyone should go check out the Snoop Dogg narration. I'll try to put the uh, Snoop Dogg narration video. I'll link it onto the site in case there's anyone who hasn't seen it. It's definitely worth watching. Yeah, I guess I'm the last person to see it. Okay, so we should just move on to a segment that we do from time to time on this show. This segment is This Week in Weed. There was a... some news that came out this week about the sales of legal marijuana in the United States. Did you hear about it? No, Dave. Well, it seems like it's it's kind of right up your alley because you likely... Always about anal sex with you, Dave. Anyway. I really do need to start training myself to use the slang terms that don't make you think I'm trying to talk about anal sex, which is hard. <laughs> You see what I'm dealing with here, people? Yeah, it could be hard. I don't know, Dave. Is it? Well, it's like the difference between jam and jelly. Chocolat? Okay, I'm not even going to finish that joke. Jacques Cousteau? <laughs> no, so... Chocolate baby? We, right. No, we can't. <laughs> All right, keep going. That one happened last week. All right. It's a revisit, Dave. It's what they call in the biz a revisit. No, it's a callback. But you should, you should call back within the episode. You're putting shackles on me, babe. You're putting shackles on me. So a New York Times article came out February 4th. So, Ironic, since it's not legal in New York. Right, but it was going over the uh, the amount of money that came in from sales of cannabis in 2015. Mm-hmm. So considering how many places marijuana is legal in the United States, just guess, how much do you think in gross sales there were? At least a billion. Is that is that your guess, one billion? Uh, at least. I mean, it could be more than that. At least a billion. Okay. I would think. And I would think that people would, if they found out that a billion dollars worth of marijuana was sold in the United States in 2015 legally. Oh, I, I didn't mean a, a billion dollar slot. I mean, that's how much they made. Oh, you're t- you're saying that's what you thought the tax revenue was? Yeah. What is the tax rate on? Uh, well, because it's, it's state level controlled, right? Oh, I don't know. So here is the, here are the numbers. And I think it'll be surprising to people. National legal sales of cannabis in 2015 were 5.4 billion dollars. That was up from 4.6 billion dollars in 2014. Oh, uh, great, I was only off by f- 500% or whatever. No, but that wasn't that's not the tax amount. So, if the tax was 20%, mm-hmm. I don't think it is though, cuz this includes medical marijuana too and I don't know exactly how that works. I would you're my you're my weed expert. You got to tell me this stuff. Dave, I've got a guy. That's all that's all I know. I got a guy. I got a guy. I got a man. I mean, I'm I'm old school. I don't go to these dispensaries and shit. I just got a guy. No, you do it completely legally. Oh, right. I mean, I do it completely legally. Uh, the guy who is uh, completely certified uh, by the state. Right. Everything's above board with you. Above board, yes. Everything. On the up and up. On the up and up. The up and up. Not just the up, but also the up. Above water. Above board. So... That was an in eight, the black, in the brown. Again, always with anal sex. I just wanted to see how many I could throw out before you stopped trying to defend yourself and jumped back into your normal self. Poop shoot, for no reason, just poop shoot. So that's an increase of eight hundred million dollars across one year. Right on. But the thing to keep in mind with this is that that's only from sales of medical marijuana 
in 23 states and the District of Columbia where it's legal, and legal recreational sales in Washington and Colorado. I think Bernie probably fucking rocks the bong. He actually has said that he uh, smoked it twice. It makes him cough too much. He's not comfortable with it. Yeah, that's why he eats uh, edibles. Maybe he eats edibles. He rocks the brownies. <laughs> so the, the point being is this is the amount of commerce that's happening without it being legal most places. It's only legal in two states. And it's, it's you know, medical. It's a lot more. But still, more than half the country, medical is illegal too. So I have a feeling that if nothing else was going to change the way this country went with legal marijuana, these numbers are going to change it. Hey, I'm cool as long as I can get it. You don't really care about the greater implications? Well, no. I mean, everyone should be able to get it. Rah, rah. But I just don't have time to go out and campaign for that kind of thing. If you were going to campaign for something, would this be it? And legalize prostitution. We have that in some places. And I would open up a place called Howeeds. Howeeds? Yeah. It's, it doesn't really roll off the tongue. But our hoes do. Oh yeah. Boy. <laughs> that's your, that's going to be your slogan. <laughs> um, there's one more thing. About... Might not roll off the tongue, but our hoes do. <laughs> now let's think about that for a second. What exactly is rolling off the tongue? You said the hoes, they do. Oh. It's not confusing. It's a, it's a, it's an ass to mouth joke. Okay. I get it. In case anyone didn't understand, that's I'm sure that's what people thought. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the other two points I was trying to make about this data is uh, they expect sales to hit $6.7 billion this year. Mm -hmm. So that's another increase of $1.3 over last year, which was an increase of $0.8 This is just going up and up. Mm -hmm. And the report summary that all of this was in stated that by... Uh, the year 2020, legal market sales were going to be about $21.8 billion. Mm -hmm. So this is, I don't think you can, I don't think you can get away from money like this. This is the reality of the country we live in now. Yeah. Uh, this is good weed. <laughs> do you think that more people are smoking weed because it's legal? Or do you think it's just the people who were already smoking weed anyway? That's heavy, man. No, um, I, oh, the increase, um... No, I, I guess just people are keeping better books so they can keep track of money better. Oh, right. No, but I'm not. I'm talking about you personally. Do you think that people are, are now starting to smoke weed who would have never done it before? Or do you think the people who are already smoking weed, their money is just going into legal sources? Eh, it could be a little bit of both, Dave. No, uh, yeah, uh, I, I think it's probably both. One of the arguments against legal weed is that legality legitimizes use for people who would have otherwise not done it. I, I don't think that's anybody's problem. The problem, it legitimizes people that use it, like, if it's legal. It's like, yeah. oh, you're not a criminal anymore. I mean, they people would rather have more criminals than less because when you don't have a lot of criminals, you don't have a, a an excuse to have a lot of cops. <laughs> and you got to have a lot of cops, so... You got to have a lot of cops. Yeah. And then you got to have a prison industrial complex. Yeah. And, and you got to have people to put in them. And you have to pay all these lawyers that are litigating these cases of people doing things that are illegal some of the time for some of the people. Yeah. In some states. Like if you stepped, if you walk across a state line, it's illegal in one state and not No, it doesn't legitimately. Like it, I'm so. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Like drinking is legitimate. And I've seen more people get into fights after they're drunk than. Anytime when they're smoking pot. I mean, like, in fact, if I was 
a governor or something, I would make it mandatory that people smoke. Everyone would have to smoke weed. Wait, 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 wait. So you, as governor, your first act will be to sign a state law that says that everyone must smoke weed. Anyone who goes to a bar, because man, there's so much violence and shit at bars, but if they were smoking weed, they'd, they would be chilled out a little bit. Okay, so... But in general, I would have everybody smoke weed. Yeah, I mean, there's probably some legal hurdles to this. Some maybe some constitutional yeah, well, challenges. I'm, dreaming. I'm a dreamer, Dave. You're I'm not, a dreamer. You're not the only one. But I think that this would be problematic. And anybody that would not want to smoke weed, Dave, I would load up THC in the darts and I would have an army of guys dressed all in black go out at midnight and shoot these fuckers because everybody needs THC in their blood, goddammit. Everybody. So then. No! I don't want to hear any opposition to this feud, Dave. Is this the token Asian or the token Caucasian? I think I just answered that. We have to shoot everybody with darts filled with THC. You're going to have a problem with the straight edge community and people in recovery. That's why they're darts, Dave. We don't have to walk right up to them. We can shoot them from afar. You're going to give every lunatic, hardline, straight edge person that war they've been hoping for. But they won't want to fight, Dave, because they'll be high in the haze <laughs> of Grape Romulan. Oh, boy. Ask for it by name. Okay. That was This Week in Weed. That went great. <laughs> I just, like, channeled the Rush Limbaugh of weed. That's, <laughs> that, what, it, that's what it was? That's pretty much what it What's was. What's his name? Hash what? <laughs> Hash Lim... <laughs> Hash Limbong? Hash, Hash Rimbong. <laughs> Wait. So you're going to do a conservative pro-weed activist yeah. talk show host called Hash Rimbong? Yeah. Do Can you do a good Limbaugh impersonation? That would mean I'd have to listen to him. Well, you got to do a little bit of this. I have right here in my formerly, in my formerly beer-wet fingers... A report that says, and then you go, yep, you know. Yeah. Well, he said he he says formerly nicotine stained fingers. So so hash rim bong hash. would have to have something you know. In my previously fecal stained hands. <laughs> oh, that's great. But I thought it would relate maybe to the subject. My previously fecal stained chest. I have to get this off. <laughs> fecal stained. I don't even know what that would mean. Like someone just rubbed their ass on his chest. I recognize an ass chest. Oh, man, I just made the meter go to the red. Ass chest brought the meter up to red. That's the name of my biography. So I I don't know how you're Fresh going to... Fresh out of my fecal-stained hands. You just... I feel like... Fuck these liberals. I like weed. <laughs> Is that the what whole you meant? I have to be plotted out, but, but it's, it's hash rimbong. Hash rimbong. Here to tell you about the truth. You know, his, his music comes in. You'll probably have to come up with some your own bumper music, they call it. Bump room? Bumper music. Bumper music is a music that comes in between, like, commercials on a talk radio okay. program. Uh, how's this? <laughs> well, he uses the pretenders, my city is gone or my city was gone. Huh? That's what Rush Limbaugh uses. He uses a pretender song? Yeah, for the whole time. What a dumb fuck. Doesn't, they, he, doesn't he know that they're pretty left-wing? Yeah, but he he used to be in radio, like, before he was talk radio. He I believe he was in FM rock radio. Oh, God. Yeah. He he refers it as phony baloney, plastic, banana, good time, rock and roll. 
You haven't. I, I take it you haven't listened to much Rush Limbaugh. Why did I listen to that fucking fathead? Oh well, I'll, I'll have to coach you on all the catchphrases and things then. Oh man, when I'm... you're doing hash rimbong. I'm hash rimbong. The and Rush I... Limbaugh of marijuana. I'm the Rush Limbaugh of marijuana. Fuck the liberals. <laughs> so he's still he's going to be pro weed, but still conservative. That's just what they need, actually. Yeah, because uh, because well, you you said we'd made all that money that. And of course, conservatives are going to love it. We need to make America strong again. Weed legalization. Oh, we need to make America great again, but not by collecting any tax money because that's... No, we collect money from growing marijuana. Are you liberals just fucking stupid? But that's still the government coming in and collecting the money. And then you're not going to like the programs that they pay for with that money. Free weed for all. How's that? They tax the weed to then go buy weed to distribute for free. Some kind of socialist nightmare. Yeah, I guess. See, this is why weed's not legal. <laughs> it's just too... It's The issues are just too complex. <laughs> all right. We are going into the next segment. If you've got it all off your chest. My fecal stain check? Previously check. fecal stained chest. My previously fecal stained chest, which would suggest buttocks against my chest, which or I just, don't understand. Or just shitting on his You could just say that Rush Limbaugh likes people to shit on his chest. Or maybe he likes to push his chest into people's butt cheeks and it slip and the person shit. Okay. Or like they had a in bowel no, obstruction and he unclogged it with no, his nipple. In no case does it, <laughs> in none of these cases does it look really good for him, given his political point of view. Unless you like the silky, smooth feeling of a f previously fecal stain chest. There we go. Works every time. You got some questions. Some questions came in in the segment we call Ask Matt, also known as... Dear Ashy, which is not a reference to my ball sack, okay? Yeah. I didn't have to say it this time. This is the first time I think you said it. Yeah, so it's not because I have an ashy ball sack. My ball sack is quite pliable and stretchy. So you were worried that people might be concerned that your ball sack was ashy. Yes, Dave. Why wouldn't I? Why, why would, wouldn't I? Why wouldn't you worry about that? Because there's probably not one person in the world that would think that. Dave, not everybody's like you. Quit being so fucking self-centered. <laughs> Jesus, it's just so unbecoming. Not everyone's like me. So there are some people that when they hear your podcast, they worry about dead well, they, skin no, on your balls. No, they don't worry about it. They probably laugh among themselves going, oh my God, he's got ash flying off of his nutsack like it was one of those snow globes. We got a series of questions today. They're all over the map. They're all about different things. Which I'm not trying to say that I, I shake my testicles like a snow globe and watch the ash fly off because I know that's what you guys were thinking. Again, you were concerned about that. Also, in your second Why is version, it called Dear Hashy? That, I mean, that in your make second sense. version, you said if you shook them, you could watch the ash fly off. Dave, I'm not running for office, goddammit. I'm definitely... The first you, you say, no, no ash, I don't want you to think there is. Well, between, and then you talk no, between about that show and this show, I have gotten the proper emollients. I, I didn't want to talk about it. Thanks for bringing it up. I, I use... Uh, what do they call have it? You, a fisherman's friend. Have you had a ball problem? I, I I don't anymore, Dave. Thanks to Fisherman's Friend. Is that like Ricola? Like the, the cough drops? I, I think it... I thought, what is Fisherman's Friend? I think it's lotion for real dry hands. Oh. I mean, it's not approved for the nuts, but it works. It's. Are you sure it's not approved for the nuts? It has a dermatologist warning on it? 
Well, I mean, it, it didn't matter because it worked. I am 100% ash-free in the nutsack area. Okay. Are you ready to answer some questions? Yes, now I am. Joseph G. asks, Dear Ashy. So this may be a, a, a serious question. It says, what's with the racial moniker of yellow? Are Asianic-classed humans in some way hereditarily jaundiced? I thought we weren't going to talk about that. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, that's... <laughs> I thought that was off-limits, Dave. Is that off-limits? No, I mean, you use the term yellow all the time. We do through the yellow lens, and you use the term yellow well, quite I, often. I just think it's funny. No, it is funny, but I guess the question is, I mean, I think this is more of a general overall question. Where does that come from? You I, don't look I, yellow to me. Well, I know that. Like, uh, fuck if I know you, you white guys came up with it. Did, did we? <laughs> Dude, a yellow person isn't going to call another yellow person yellow. He didn't call him same. <laughs> So we could look it up, but I think it's probably more fun if we just bash at it with um, stupidity and ignorance. Um, well, well, it's because certain Buddhists uh, used to say they were so pure they could drink their own pee. So maybe that's where yellow came from. Oh, and then people thought that the urine, the, the, the urine shade was then cast in their skin. Sure. Why not? That sounds like the crazy fucking that's, shit people used to believe. That is they that, still probably do. And that's also where don't eat yellow snow came from. Uh, no, that's from when the dogs pee in the snow. So you you really want to go with the yellow that people associate with Asian skin tone is piss. Well, what other reason is it? I, I just... Well, I guess compared to a, like a bluish, whitish, just zombie looking Caucasian, they do look maybe a little yellow. I don't know. I guess it's a comparative thing. I don't know, maybe, maybe the first people that were white to meet Asian people, they just ran into a couple of chicks that were into a, you know, fake tan or something. Because <laughs> those, it, it, those it girls is... are pretty yellow. Are they? Well, well orange when they, when they, Yeah, orange when they put the fake tanner. But that's this goes back, I'm sure this yellow goes back hundreds of years. Yeah, but maybe they did like, you know, stuff made out of plants and shit and did fake tan. Because I, I, can't, I can't imagine that fake tanning is a recent development. There's always been that kind of weird white woman fetish to be dark-skinned. It's strange. Yeah, but there wasn't as much inside back then. People were out in the elements. What, you know? like vagina? <laughs> I'm just indoors. Oh, there indoors. There weren't as many. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant inside, like in the hole. Um, no, no, I didn't mean that. In the booty hole. Too bad there's not a section called In the Booty Hole. You want a segment of the show called In the Booty Hole. I don't know, just because that's going to be my new phrase. It, like, anytime I say anything, it, I just add in the booty. Yeah, last, in the uh, booty hole. last episode, it was in the butt? In the butt. You talked about this, yes. Yeah. You, so you've amended a little bit since. Well, you know, actually, maybe it should be in the butthole. So the other thing about Joe's question, just going back to it. Oh, so, uh, sorry, I didn't. An did I he, even answer that he, first one? Probably not. No, well, it's you said not, you okay. thought that. Uh, you said you thought that monks drank piss, and that's why yeah. that doesn't sound right. It it says what's with the racial moniker of yellow, and he's got racial in all caps. Racial mon I, racial moniker of yellow, and then he says are Asianic classed humans in some way hereditarily jaundiced. It's a hard question. It's the hardest question you may have what? received. Well, it's... if there was a serious answer, do you, I mean, having grown up into the age that you are now, referring to yourself as yellow and like, have you ever thought or have you ever, you know, had the conversation? Like, where does that come from? If we're going to be serious for a second. 
Well, I, I never asked that question because I always knew where it came from. Uh, white folks. <laughs> it's just... So, <laughs> so you're just... I just assume white people came up with it. And did you do you think of it as, as a negative classification no, or no. simply just oh. a state of things? Oh, oh, I get it. I get it now. No, I, I just say that shit to irritate white people because they're embarrassed about it. It's awesome. It's like, it's like uh, you know, running into the next door neighbor while they're fucking one of their kids or something. It's like something that happened that they're ashamed of and they'd rather you not bring it up. Where did that go? I running into the next door neighbors with that's a crime that should be reported. If, if you refer to yourself as yellow, I'm not going to the cops to report a horrible crime. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's literal, you know, apples to apples. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying it's that, not to be compared. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's similar, though. It's like it's, it's child like the, fucking. It's, a, but... it's, it's that stuff that white folks don't want you to bring up because it makes them feel uncomfortable. I mean, I mean, that's what it is. Like incest. Oh, man. They got to do a study on, like, who commits the most incest because, you, you know, it's by far, even just by, like, population percentages alone, white folks. Maybe, dude, but don't go looking up any any of the, the, the Asian incest porn online because you might twist your idea. Well, of this look, point. look. Any Asian girl from, like, age 30 and under is going to look 12. So, I mean, that's what all it is. It's all legal, yo. How does that relate to the point you were making? I forgot the question. <laughs> okay, let's probably... Wait, wait, what's the question? We should probably move on. Oh, oh <laughs> do I have a problem with... I was extrapolating off this. What's with the racial moniker of yellow? Oh, uh, yeah, and I answered that. I, I yeah. said, I, I, I just, should I say that to make white people feel uncomfortable, which I like to do? It's one of my hobbies. It's fun. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when you're at work and you, and you go, oh, man. Until we start talking about white slights, and then you say, no, 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 I don't like it. Well, I mean, because that's to make me feel uncomfortable. No, it's to make, it's to find a slur for white people. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're never going to find a good one. There's some good ones today, but we're not yeah, there. Yeah, but like... There's some that are going to be right in your wheelhouse today, man. You'll see. Why? Is it about the labia or something? Yeah, we're getting into the Gs. Just hold on. Okay, so I got another question now from another person. We've probably had more questions from this person than anyone. Oh, lovely. Peter from Florida... Oh, Peter from Florida. Repeat. Re uh, repeat. Repeat. You were what? also calling we were also calling him Peter South. Oh, Peter South. Remember? No, I didn't mean his name was Repeat. It's a repeat what is it? Repeat call. I would say caller, but they don't call it. Repeat him. question. But yeah, so that was just a just a happy coincidence. Huh? Yeah. Kinda like if I called him rerun. That's a person who does a second race. It's not about race, Dave. Anyway, keep going. That's a little clap. Right there. Uh, okay. uh, he says, I know that you were involved in music for many years. What was the best live show that you ever saw? Mm, best live, like, that's hard to say. Like, what am I basing it on? If there are different criteria, it's okay for you to have an answer for each criteria. Um, Things that impress you. Well, because Who's Could Do, I liked live, but... Man, they, they're the loudest band I've ever heard, and I couldn't hear very well for at least a week. So, But, I mean, it was a good show. It was just, it just uh, sound-wise, it was too loud. <laughs> I can't, you know, which is weird, because I was, I think I was in high school. Yeah, I was in high school when that show happened. So, you know, fuck, you're in high school. Everything's too quiet. Like, it, it would have to be super fucking loud for some high school kid to go, oh, that's loud. And, but this one did. 
So that was so over the top, it actually damaged your hearing? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it... I mean, it was a good show. It was just so fucking loud. And of all the things that you saw, of all the shows and performances you saw over the years, you think that's the one that, that left the biggest impression on you? Mm, Jawbreaker's pretty good, but I'd you, already started you, playing when they played, but I, I still like when they played. Well, play you would live. already start playing, but this isn't before or after you started playing. This is just whenever, like at any point in time. Oh. So I know that you saw Jawbreaker a number of times. If you had to pick the best Jawbreaker performance that you witnessed, which was it? Well, I, I don't know. I, I've seen them play really well a lot of times. They were always good. But there, there is one show that I think might have topped all those. What was it? Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Twisted's fucking sister opened up for him. It was on. It was on the uh, Power Slave tour. Iron Maiden Power Slave tour. Yeah. Twisted sister opens. And are you talking about the whole show? Or are you talking about just Iron Maiden's portion? I don't know. Twisted sister is pretty hilarious. Like. Playing inside of a like a wrestling cage. Oh really? Yeah. Were they bouncing off the? Yeah, D. Snyder was climbing all over the fucking cage. It no, it didn't have like a turnbuckle and stuff. Oh. It was just a cage. That's kind of a all right. Well, you wanted him to do like like a splash off the top turnbuckle or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, Dude, I mean, that's, it's D. Snyder. He probably would have broke his shit. Like you want to be able to run? Can you imagine if they were running with like the guitar and the bass and like doing that thing where they run to get ready to? do a body slam or something in wrestling. Yeah, I guess They could be I bouncing off the ropes. It'd be cool. Yeah, I guess. But, but that's not what happened. No. Okay. And, and, that, so, and there was no way you could top the, the big fucking uh, Eddie. So we're so now you get into Iron Maiden, Power Slave. There's a giant Eddie on stage. There are a couple of giant Eddies, different sizes of Eddie. There now, was one that came out from behind the fucking stage. Behind the stage. And was this like a, um, a pyramid-themed Eddie? Yeah, I think it was a... Uh, Pharaoh Eddie? Yeah, Pharaoh Eddie. It was just the head came up behind the drums and the arms and hands and shit were around. So it looked like he was kind of coming out from the ground or something. Okay. Now that's theatrics. Is that what made it good or was it? Oh, no, it... they played really well too. They played really well? Yeah. I mean, they uh, they probably had a, one of the best uh, bass players and drums. Like, they really went went well together. You dug the rhythm section. Yeah. Okay. That's a legit reason. Um, That and also... uh. You can't top an encore where they bring out the fucking Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper came out in that in the Iron yeah. While well, Iron Maiden was playing, a guy dresses as a Grim Reaper kind of. And so he ends it by killing them. Uh, no, nothing like that. Okay. But that would have been a good idea. Well, we're gonna move on to the next question. So that was good. Just like the best shows I've seen. Those were the best ones. Well, no, I've seen a lot of them. No, I, that and that's what makes this question difficult. I mean, you were a musician. You went on tour. You, I We were at shows every week, sometimes two shows, sometimes three shows for years, Matt. Like, you saw a lot of really, really impressive stuff. Yeah, and... We saw Jawbreaker and this, the band that became Sunday Day Real Estate play together in the Central District. Yeah, and it's really bringing home the fact that we're fucking old. Thanks, We dude. saw Jawbreaker on the Unfun Tour at the party hall we interviewed them, and your band played that show, too. Yeah, and why, why don't we right now just write old fuck on our faces? Oh, man, that, that reminds me. I have to go... Oh, I gotta go see a, a band tonight that a friend of mine's playing in. A guy from work, and I'm dreading it. You're going out to a show tonight. Yeah, because I have a lot of friends in bands. And luckily, I've had the good luck of most of them being pretty good. But they'll, you know, sometimes like, oh, come see our band. It's like, fuck me. Get me out of here. Luckily, they're playing early, so so if they're not good, I can just... It won't totally kill my night. But what what's exciting to me about this is you asked me to go. It's the first time you've asked me to go to a, a live music event in, like, 
16, 17 years. Well, it's kind of like I'm obligated because he's a guy from work. And yeah, then, but and, you were obligated to drag my ass to it. Yeah, I guess not. It's that's cool. I'm into it. I like the idea that we're going to go to some dive bar and watch some bands. Well, it's funny now too because if you haven't seen Dave in a long time, he looks like fucking Charles fucking Manson now. Oh, I'm going to fit in where we're going. Yeah. Um. So it's it's going to be like, oh, here comes the gay couple. So like, uh, I I don't think that's what they're going to think. Oh, I don't think if I, if you and I walk into a place, people go, no, classic gays. Well, I mean, what you have to walk in with your hand in each other's pocket or something we could do that i, I would <laughs> if we had a film crew i would do it but like i you know if i can't if i can't relive the that kind of thing i, I don't you won't do it bother. you won't do it just for the experience of the people that are there no you need to be able to share it with others yeah okay, i get it because it's like you know if i'm if i'm gonna bring out the comedy juice as it were <laughs> i want everyone to have a sip all right got another question um, you know, I well, I've got another answer. So hey, you don't have to disguise most of these people who write in. We're trying not to give, a, huh? We're trying not to give away people's names, um, or like their their full identities from the questions that they ask. But this one comes from April V. Oh man, April V is slick. Uh, who could that be? Uh, her, she has a simple question. Okay, where's my robot drawing? Everybody wants something from the mat. She says that you and her have a history involving a robot drawing. Yeah, God, it, it does. I do remember something about that, but fuck, I'm going to need more details. Well, I'll throw a few out there. I mean, I can draw a robot. Early on, mm. when uh, she didn't know you very well, you had done a piece of artwork with a robot. All I know is that it was blue and it had hearts. Uh-huh. So it sounds like something you could have done, right? Yeah. Did it have like a screwdriver for a cock or something? Well, this may have been at a time when you were trying to be a little more reserved and hiding your true nature. Oh, during my I want to see a vagina once more era? That <laughs> might have been it. Okay. And she apparently commented that she liked it. She kind of felt like you blew her off a little bit. And then sometime later, and this may even have been a couple years later, she was somewhere at the old firehouse, one of these places where you were, maybe you were working, and you came up to her and said, I think I owe you a robot picture. God, what was I thinking? Do you remember that? Well, it's because apparently the reason why you had thought that maybe you, you didn't like her, you ended up getting more information. I'm, I'm not going to like... Oh, okay. We're not going to dredge up... Oh, no, because I, I was in a band with this guy that talked a lot of shit about her, so I felt kind of bad that... uh. It wasn't like I believed the stuff. Like, I didn't repeat it. But you were, your bro was in a band with you, and there was this girl. I mean, that's I, that's how well, guys no, are. Like, like my, my whole thing was like, I see, I didn't realize that he was the fucking bastard in this case. Like, it was just like, because from uh, his point of view, or it was probably not even his point of view. He's just making shit up to, so I'd feel sorry for him. He would just go on and on and on about how this girl was torturing him. I was like, man, why don't you just leave him alone? I didn't realize he was the one doing the stupid shit, like showing up on her lawn and trying to be fucking John Cusack from some fucking movie. And like, you know, that shit might fly in those movies, but this is real life and that's called stalking. Yeah, if you're Jawbreaker, you can write a song about driving your car up and down her street over and over again. In real life, as you do that, you're a stalker. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's called embellishment. I mean, I've said a lot of things in songs where I might have exaggerated. It's like, you know, fuck, rushing water overdrive. I didn't mean I want you to squirt. No, that's what that's what that song was about. I know it was not about squirting. Hold on a second. Just divine thunderbolt is not about squirting vaginas. And this is the part we're talking about. Rushing water overdrive. 
Rushing Water Overdrive. But no, I, that, right there, I'm cutting in the song. So I think personally, you can go ahead and say whatever you want. You've accused me of having a lot of hidden meanings in my stuff over the years. Rushing Water Overdrive. That's I know what that's about. Now. This is he's just trying to get me back for the donkey sex video. So anyway, that didn't even make sense because you accused me of it. Okay, no, listen. April says, given that whole situation, which you do remember. Well, now I do. Now you do. Apparently, she never got her robot painting, and she wants one. All right. Well, was it anything Well, particular? the question actually was, where's my robot drawing? So I think maybe she wants to know where that actual piece of art was that she's referring to. I don't even remember what it looked like. I mean, I can draw a robot if she wants. You should draw a robot. All right. I'll draw a robot. All right. Fantastic. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> it, it, it's a demanding world. It's a demand. This is a demanding job you have. Yeah. Just like helping people out. Fuck this shit. Okay. No wonder Jesus was always so pissed off all the time. Jesus was pissed off? Oh, yeah. He was an angry dude. When? When he was mad at the tree because he didn't like the fruit on it? Nah. Or when there was a thing about sell your coat and buy a sword that all the NRA guys think means something? Nah, I was just talking out of my ass. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so uh, we don't have any more specific questions. But there's things related See, to the question. Now I'm, now I'm thinking that it's like a metaphysical question. Where is my robot? Like, where's my inner robot? Oh. Well, it says robot drawing. Oh, okay. But maybe where is where is her robot drawing strength from? Sure, why not? Drawing what? power? Drawing the See, power to keep going? Now I'm wondering if, if she's talking about a specific robot that I drew. Because I don't want to draw think she the wants, wrong robot. I think it's because you said that you owed her one. That's what she means. Where is it? Because she never got it. Oh, okay. Then, then I'll, I'll just draw a robot. But we could look at, I mean, a simple question, where's my robot drawing? You can look at it a lot of different ways. Yeah, it's like maybe she's she's wondering where her robot is who also draws. Where's my robot who's drawing? Oh, in what location is my robot currently drawing? Who's drawing? Yeah. Hmm. No, I don't think that's it. Or maybe he's drawing like a ticket for, for like a raffle. You know, where's my robot drawing? Like what location is he at drawing a number for a raffle? And what does she win? All of these are wrong. All right, dude. Shoot me down yet again. Um, We're gonna move on to the. So next it's an actual robot drawing, okay? Yeah, hey, you gotta give. Her, I think you have to. I think it's a painting, man. I think you're gonna have to go all out with this. What the fuck, man? Like, I'm not even dating someone, and I got to do a full-on painting. Well, if you if you do a painting of a robot that's really cool, we could take a photo of it and put it up on the on the mm. blog page for this, and then you can give it to her. Fine. Uh, just for the record, this is the most work I've ever done without getting laid. And I'm not trying to get on your wife, Rocky, so, you know, oh, just put that out of the... Who? Oh, sorry. <laughs> There's a beep going there. Oh, God. Anyway, like, I'm just saying, for the record, because I want to be 100% truthful in all endeavors, this is the most work I'm going to have ever done without the plan of getting laid. That's a nice step for you. Hey, it, It's awkward. It feels weird, Dave. I feel weird. Hey, Matt. Girls know girls. That's what I'm saying. So? That's, that, that says everything needs to be said right there. Well, I'm, I'm not being fucking specific. I didn't say name shit. I know. I'm just saying, girl, like like you said, there could still be some like some sort of residual runoff somewhere on this, you know? like What, like a squirty? Someone, someone else could be impressed by the art you gave her. So what, by saying the S truth that I'm not going to be able to get laid ever again? No, it, there could be someone else who would be impressed by your gesture. And might want to follow up with a gesture of their own. Doing a painting of a robot? 
So something because every so good you are. It's funny because you're totally literal when you don't need to be, and then you're completely no, like flights of fantasy no, every, the rest of the time. Because I know that every porno movie I've seen has started out with, "Oh hey, will you paint me a robot?" Matt, they they fart on cakes and stuff now. They do all kinds of crazy. You know they do what? <laughs> You wanted it brought up. They <laughs> fart on cakes. Dude, okay, like, to these people that are online all fucking getting butt naked and farting into food, the least you can do is make it kinetic. <laughs> I mean, don't fucking fart in a cake. It doesn't do anything. It's just like, oh, there's an asshole with a fucking chocolate ring around it. It, it would be a lot better if you farted, like, in a... Uh, like, at least a cream puff so it, like, blows out the end and custard flies out. Right. So recently, cream. someone that we both know showed us a website that I believe was called Cake Farts. Yeah. And it was people farting on cakes. That was literally what the website was. And it was stupid because you And could... you were upset because you wanted to see more resulting... Movement and kinetic <laughs> energy. Like, at least you, you fart... talked about You talked about cinnamon. It's cinnamon would make, like, a cloud. Yeah, like a, a a powdered cinnamon donut. It would be like, boom, and it would like shoot out a big dusty cloud and shit. Or do a... Um... So the first thing that you thought when you saw the website that exists of people farting on cakes... See, Dave... Is I... that you could make it better. Yeah, like when you you look at it, it's like this... You know, every video clip should have... Kind of a start and then a build up and then a payoff. There's no payoff. It's like it's a build up and then it's like an action, but there's no payoff. It's like non climactic. I mean, at least have something blow apart or something get go flying or like, you know, if you're going to have a cake fart, at least have it be a cake that will split apart or do something when you fart because this whole like just sitting on it, it they should be called cake sitters because that's all it looks like. It's someone sitting on a cake. I mean, if you've never seen an asshole with chocolate on it before, I guess that's a thrill. But I've seen a lot of assholes with chocolate. And yeah, some... for some people, that's straight up vanilla. Oh, I get it. So, yeah, that's all I was saying, Dave, is, is that it needs to have some kind of thin sauce, maybe, that'll spray out. Or, like, something powdery, like maybe it was something dipped in powdered sugar or something rolled in flour, perhaps. It, they should have fish filet before it's thrown in the hot oil, or maybe they should fart in hot oil while they're deep frying something. I don't know. That sounds dangerous. Dave, dangerous is my middle name. Dangerous not your middle name. Yeah, that's true. Isn't it like Tiberius? No. It's something like that. You won't give away your middle name as a secret? Uh, it's like Kramer's first name on Seinfeld? Yeah. It's next thing you know. My bank account starts getting lower. Well, I say it's Tiberius. Sure, it's Tiberius, Dave. Like Kirk. Dad, why would my parents name me after fucking Captain Kirk? Like, they would, they would at least go for Sulu. Captain. Hooah. Did he say hooah? <laughs> no, I don't think so. In my mind, he did. In my world, <laughs> Sulu always said hooah. In, in your mind, you'd like to see Sulu redo classic scenes from movies? <laughs> yeah, Sulu <laughs> If I were a younger man, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. If I was a younger man, I would take a flamethrower to this place. It'd be something like that. Okay. It's a trap! <laughs> you want him to be Admiral Akbar? Yeah. Wait. So would Sulu still be in the full Admiral Akbar outfit? Like the full makeup? You would just hear his voice? No, he would just be wearing one, a penis hat. 
I don't know why. It'd be funny. Okay, listen. We're going to go... Oh, Captain. What is that one from? I don't know. Deep Throat? <laughs> Hyperdrive. Oh, yeah. Okay, so there are no more questions. However, there are some details about the questions from last time. Okay, so Taylor Jepson, who you had the big response to, he sent in a question last time, the emo kid. We played part of his diary whatever driving around i sent him an email to let him know that the show was out but it, that was only 24 hours ago that that the show we recorded last time actually went live so he hasn't responded in any way D you remember what i'm talking about oh yeah the the little uh spineless wonder maybe spineless i don't know i mean he seemed he was i don't know he was putting himself out there yeah he's he's putting himself out there in this in the same way that a uh, a shit put itself out from a butt Okay. I mean, it, he just kind of squirted himself into this world. Well, that's that's fine. So I wish that there had been enough time for some kind of response from him, because I think some back and forth would be pretty good. I will say this. We did get another response from someone else who heard the episode, and they just before we started recording this episode, they said that they do not believe that Taylor is a real person. They thought it's not like you said initially. They thought it sounded fake also. But they said they really hoped they were wrong and that it was real. Oh, God. Well, then they can hang out. You just, man. It's no, I think it's because they want someone that will agitate you this much to be a constant, like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that meant it was, it was a good listen, listening to you yeah, deal with this. Yeah, it's, it's always hilarious when there's, like, a promise of violence and it's not against you. That... Man, don't you, you don't feel like you could help Taylor? Yeah, I could help him with a swift kick between his butt cheeks. You know, you, you kind of just wonder what physiological and chemical processes were involved for, like, gestating this fucking whatever the fuck fetus that turned into this shit. I mean, that's the kind of questions I ask myself. Okay, so if it wasn't a situation where this was just one bad person, if you found out that this was just kind of what kids like him were like now, would that, like, change your, your assessment? Yeah, I would definitely have to look into building a killer satellite that could use cell phones as a... Because all all the cell phones have GPSs in them now. Use that satellite to pinpoint where to send the drone. Okay. So you would just want to destroy them. They must be destroyed, Dave. They must be. Did you hear that? Did you... We both listened to the same recording, Dave. People like that must be destroyed and destroyed quickly. <laughs> well, I... Before they breed. I am going to wait and see what we get back from Taylor. I, I may bring you more because I, I think that this could be interesting. Well, of course it's interesting to you, Dave. It's always interesting when someone else wants to kill somebody else because you have no responsibility. I just get to watch from afar. Yeah, you, you get to write the paperback book, Dave. You know me. <laughs> I you, do. You you have a ringside seat at the and you know how they always potential say, homicidal chaos that will ensue. And you know how they always say he was such a quiet man. He never meant anyone any harm. Yeah, you can't really say that with me. It's like I oh, won't be he, saying that on yeah, the news about you. Yeah, it's just like oh man, he didn't like a lot of people. I knew he was gonna snap one day. So I don't like a lot of people. I really don't like. And it's nothing personal. I just don't think that they should exist. It's not like, oh, man, I, I dream of seeing them run over by a truck. I, I just think, oh, man, the world would be a better place if they just kind of dissipated and we're no longer here. Right. Republican Party. 
All right. So we're going to move on kind of quickly because I've got a little more stuff to get through. Um, there was a question last episode about a 1007 reunion. You remember that was oh, brought up. Jesus and Jesus. I don't have a there's no follow up question to it. There's simply a statement from me because I've been thinking about this, editing the episode, listening to the talk about it. I'm going to say this. I quit doing excursion records some time ago and I don't want to do a record label. Like I've been through all of that. I know what it entails. Uh-huh. If you write and record and play out new 1007 material, I will start a new record label and release it. A seven inch at least. See, this is what's fucked about you doing all the editing. That's not going to get edited out, is it? It's not God, going to get edited out. The gauntlet you is sla- thrown down. No, it was slapped across the face. You went <laughs> it was Frenchy kind on- of a limp gauntlet. Yeah, you, put, well, you went all Frenchy on me. Is that racist? No, you can cut it out. Um, Though it's not racist. Oh, I, I don't know. I just always associate with grabbing the glove and slapping another person as a French thing. That doesn't make it racist. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> Dave. I don't know if I'm saying the right things because I always see the same expression, the open mouth and the what the fuck did this Do you know that say? Greg Bennick sang on a, five songs on a record that was specifically based on that idea he sang lyrics on five songs as if he were a duelist that was going to sword fight in the morning and he was writing the story of it like writing his impressions of it like overnight before the duel my sword in your chest it wasn't quite like that oh. but it was called legant oh the, yeah la da Mr. Benick. And the record is Monsieur Benick. So that's, yeah, I don't think that's racist. Okay. <laughs> Monsieur no, oh, Benick. So, that, so it is racist. I guess. No. <laughs> Monsieur Benick. We, oui, we. Oui. French isn't a race. It's a nationality. So I'm being, what, prejudiced? I don't, I, I don't, are you? Is just stating that a thing is from a place, is that being prejudiced? I don't know. I mean, is it? I, no. I, I don't keep track of this shit. No. I just know it's kind of weird when the chicks don't shave their armpits. But, you know, that's just my personal taste. It has nothing to do with it. Yeah, it's just your own thing. Because, man, the ones that I've dated that decide to do that shit. Woo! You got... like them like you like your boys. No, no. Smooth. Yeah. Uh, I... Smooth and Puerto Rican brown. I like them brown. So here's the thing. You still haven't answered. You didn't commit to the idea of doing this 1007 thing. And to be to be well, fair, none of the other guys we mentioned have made any noise online that yeah, they would agree yeah, either. Yeah, totally. I, I don't blame them. But I will go out of my way to be bothered to put out a record again, only in that <sighs> instance. I don't know. It just, it just seems like a little overly nostalgic. You know, I, I would feel like those uh, baby boomers that tried to bring back Paisley in the 80s. But the difference would be that like, I, I was thinking about this. I once told someone, it wasn't my quote, uh, I, I had got it from somewhere else, that the only reason to put out a record was because you yourself wanted to own a thousand copies of it. So I, there's not a clamoring masses of people that want new 1007. No, there isn't, Dave. No, I would probably be sitting on most of them happily. I would just be happy that I'd made something happen that pleased me. You basically want to be double bankrupt is basically what you're trying to say. I want to be what? You want to go into bankruptcy twice. No. Wait, do you mean I've gone into bankruptcy once? Oh, never mind. That's all fiction. <laughs> Made up for this show. Sorry. A, a clean slate with which to do a record would be kind of fun. I will admit that may have something to do with it. Um, Now, would I have to... Because I write... I don't write like I used to in the 1007. Like, I'm not, you know, when I write songs. Angsty? 
angsty and the pansy. I wasn't. Uh, no. I was so cocksure in those days, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote some great lyrics. Oh, the search for something that rhymes with insane. <laughs> <laughs> Is that always what it was? Was it? Well, Cypress Hill got there for you. And Green Day. Hmm. Got everything's brain insane. Hmm. Well, if I could, if I could direct it, I would want Chainsaw Orchestra era style. Ew. No, that's some good stuff there, man. So that style. Yeah. I, I don't think I'd be able to do that unless Jeff played. Oh, that's a key to this. Well, yeah. I mean, the Jeff would, would have to play, right? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. But Holy man, shit. Have you been dude, talking you to could, Jeff and I, like you already have something? There's nothing. Like, he's got to agree to it. There's nothing planned, but he listens to these episodes. So. Uh, well, like, there, but there'd be no way because Ganson has like a bunch of kids. No, that's and remember, <laughs> when I say a bunch of kids, it could be two, it could be fucking one, it could be half. <laughs> that's what you said about, and I said last time, people have lives, they still find ways to get things well, done. And, he, and he's a lawyer, and he, and you know, he's got court cases and shit. <laughs> he can't be plunking around on his guitar. If it turns out that he's everyone got, else can do this, he's you're not going to have them as an excuse. Dude, he's got to pick up bread for the old lady, you know. He's got to get eggs and cheese and shit, you know, the stuff that parents do. You should write two, I don't want, or, two I don't want... or three songs like The Walker and Misery. And then when people's marriages break up, oh, fucking Bachelor came in and fucked everything up, Oprah. I, I see how you're what you're doing. You're not. You're definitely not agreeing to this, but it's out there. It's out there. We'll see what happens. Sure, it's out there. We'll see what happens. And if anyone's listening to this and doesn't understand that Matt's a phenomenal songwriter. Well, that's nice of you to say, Dave. But he hasn't done it for a while. No, I do it all the time. I just don't record it. Okay. You can't stop the music and all the voices and shit <laughs> from okay, coming that, out through the okay. head. Hey, everyone, just you and me. We'll just let Matt sit there for a second. We'll talk. Like, you hear what he's saying? Dude, I've got his... fucking headphones on. I can hear every word you shh, say. Shh, I'm talking to the audience. Just oh, It's make-believe time. I'm sorry. I didn't realize it. That's going on in his head right now. Like he had, he just said he's got songs in his head. I want him to bring those songs out. You guys can help me. So let's do some encouragement. Oh God. They, they come out, but I just sing them to myself. And since I'm so self-centered, that's enough. Okay. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to go back to Matt. So Matt, listen, I was just talking to the audience. Yes, Dave. Yeah. They're, they're probably going to help me with this. Great. Okay. Let's move on, man. I, I'm feeling something weird. Oh, that that's getting fucked by Dave on the air. Again? I told you earlier. In the butt? I told, <laughs> I told you earlier we could only do callbacks within the same episode, but I'll break my own rules. Okay, we are now leaving the Ask Matt section. And uh, when we leave that section. Dear Ashy, right? Yeah, Dear Ashy, thank you. When we leave that section, we generally take a trip. We go down a path. Through the Yellow Lands? Through the yellow lens. Through we, the yellow lens, Captain. We get to our location, our new destination, through the yellow lens. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I, I have a perfect story for the yellow lens. Oh, All right, okay. So I'm at, I'm at this I was fucking... going to suggest something, but go uh, for it. I, okay, so we go to this mini-mart kind of place, and I'm standing in line, and the checkout guy is like, you know, it's big, dumb, and stupid day at the checkout line. And I'm not saying that because he's, you know, just because he was a little slow. Every fucking bag of vegetables this guy had come across in front of his little belt thing he would ha literally have to yell to the lady in the that was the cashier in the next row over like what stuff was and it she, was it was a nightmare she had to tell him like this is a zucchini 
It's like, you think that he would surf enough online porn to know what a fucking zucchini was. Jesus Christ. We went to the Asian market we like to go to. And uh, I, was, I told you I was a little bit annoyed because I wasn't the only white person there. And I felt, I asked if that was a, if that was a problem. Well, yeah, he's, Dave is doing research into the token Caucasian soon to come. <laughs> token Caucasian? It doesn't really work as well. Well, yeah, because, you know, it's not about token we, it's about a guy with a toe fetish. Oh. But there was a huge line to get out of this place. And we've been there before a number of times. But I had the better view. My, my line was longer, but I had the better view because I swear to God, there's, I don't know, like, if younger girls just are not aware of how clothes act on them anymore. But there's this girl in front of me, and she's right next to her boyfriend. So, like, she has one of these carts in front of her, and she's bent over. And she's wearing a miniskirt to the point where, you know, there was cheek action going on. Luckily, there wasn't any, you know, hanging labs or anything, because that would be a little too much. Right, so, but this isn't what we're talking about. Yes, you had a distracting young lady in line in front of you, but you had an extra long time to be distracted by that young lady because you got in the longest line in a grocery store I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and the slowest one on top of that. And anytime this girl was on her fucking cell phone, like, pretty much everyone at that age. So every time, like, she'd flip through and a song that she recognized would come on, she'd start, like, doing this weird wiggle where... (laughs) Poor Matt. (laughs) It's like, what is this person trying to do? Like, this is weird. I mean, I don't think she's trying to get my attention because she's looking at a cell phone, her boyfriend is right next to her and stuff. Like, that would probably be stupid. But uh, is this how things are? Do I have to contend with presenting young women? (laughs) I mean, she was presenting like a fucking mandrel monkey in heat. Now, I did not see any of what you're talking about because I was in a fast moving line. And what I noticed when I got up to the front of the line is that the line you were in had a tiny little sign that said, cashier in training, please forgive slowness or something because it was written kind of poorly. And they, they should have said special person. I, and I didn't see him, but I definitely saw that he was not handling anything very well. And yes, we got stuck. Dave, the guy was asking what a zucchini was. So here's the thing. It seems to me that what you're telling me is you didn't mind actually waiting in the line as long as you had to, because at least there was something to do. I mean, it was, it was asked, Dave, and I... And luckily, I I got a decent pair of glasses so I can do the side look thing. And, you know, people aren't really aware of it. Um, Yes. So how is this a yellow lens scenario? Oh, it was an Asian chick. You're talking about the chick. You started this by talking about the checker. Well, he was Asian, too. Okay. So what is the... What's what, the oh, what's the perspective? Yeah, like what we normally do in this segment is we talk about about a scenario and then I get the sage elder Asian advice. So we're going to pause for just a second and then we're going to hear from him. We're going to hear the the perspective through the yellow lens. When go to grocery store, wear pants so old man crotch don't explode like a leech nut. Uh, Does the old guy have anything to say about the checker? Work faster, dumbass. Get off your fucking phone. Wait, he was on his phone? Yeah, he's on his fucking cell phone while he's trying to check people out. Well, he was trained. Wow, that's... Yeah, well, obviously he he hasn't caught on to some of the shit. I had no idea, but okay. No, this guy sucked. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, he's new. This guy probably went out and got in his car and recorded an online diary that he's going to send in and ask your advice on how to be a rock star. No, he's going to say... What do I do? I'm a cashier all day, and all these girls are bending over their carts, 
And I can see their business. I think that the one thing distracted you so much from the other that you don't have a strong perspective. On what? Anything. No, I do. It was a nice ass. All right. Now, now like, you know, granted, I'm pretty free about saying this stuff because I don't think this guy is going to be listening. But, you know, good job, brother. The brother you're talking about now is the boyfriend of the girl. Yeah, he, you know. That we didn't really talk about. Okay. Okay. We've gotten a little red. No, we've gotten a little blue. Whatever. In whatever case. Both. Both. A purple. In whatever case. We got purple, basically. We're going to take that color and leave behind the yellow lens. So while we have a little bit of time here, we're going to go through one of my favorite segments that we always do, White Slights. Woohoo! Now, we have a, a correction from last episode on uh, White Slights. Yeah. And Sean... Getting corrected by the white man. Yeah, right? Yeah. Ain't that a motherfucker. He says, I screwed up. See, he's, when he says, Oh, so in, this is white on white crime, basically. It's white on white crime. Basically, when he sent me his, uh, I, I read his thing, his long description that he sent in, and I mispronounced a word. It was supposed to be whitish, and I said whitefish. Like, I actually thought maybe it meant, like, whitefish. So, Shurapoi is whitish, not whitefish. So, P-P-O-I, poi, is a suffix that means like. And he gives this example. Like, I saw Bob Seger. He's kind of Larson poi. Which, thanks a lot, buddy. Okay. Is it because I call you white moves? Working on the... White moves. Um, That might be... I don't think that's why he said that. I think he's just referring to, I don't know, the hair or something. I hear sound of thunder. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, Sean, I'm sorry I got that wrong. Um, You did say it was like kind of a nerdy thing that most people wouldn't catch, but I want to make sure we correct the record here. We've got to be above board and on the up and up. Yeah, and you should get some points from the old lady because isn't she Japanese? So you might you might get to put it in the pool hole for that one. Congrats. The pool hole? Yeah, the pool hole. Okay, so what we do on White Slides Man, is... Man, that's a big anus if it is a pool hole. We go to the racial slur database, and we try to find slurs for white people in search of a slang term, a slur for a white person that would be actually hurtful i'm surprised you don't get like a lot of emails from donald trump like visiting sites like that well i only go to the white part so oh but so basically what we do is i read the name and then matt tries to define what it means and then i read the actual definition from the racial slur database and hilarity ensues hilarity doesn't usually ensue but i'm entertained by it and we're in the g section no i'm saying hilarity ensues god damn it okay we're in the g section which contains some things that you're maybe going to find interesting. They'll relate a little bit. The first one is gaijin. Oh, foreigner. Boom. Japanese equivalent to... Well, it's Japanese. The Japanese equivalent to goyim refers to anyone not Japanese, but especially Westerners. Yeah. So um, here we go. We got another one. Goat roper. It has something to do with fucking a goat, I assume. No, it doesn't. See, you're you're definitely down a path in your mind. It's just a it's just oh, a term man. for suburban cowboys. I've never heard that, but yeah, it's... I don't even know what a suburban cowboy is. Like an urban cowboy, like yeah, I guess goat. I don't know suburban. That, that's literally the only description they gave me is often used as a term for suburban cowboys. It's like you just don't see a lot of fights break out over someone calling someone else a suburban cowboy. Yeah, but the good thing about goat roper. Is it's got those those harder consonants, goat well, roper. Well, you might as well just call it. Him, definitely sounds. How about goat fucker? Right, but that's a 
that's not a good... You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't work as well because fucker's already a thing. Oh, okay. So, goat roper. How about uh, goat plugger? It could work. Here's one I've never heard before, and I just want to know if you've heard it. Golden toe. Yeah, that sounds unpleasant. I, I just imagine a toe going into a pee hole. Of course you do. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, I imagine it is a, a toe going into a gold mine. Is that better? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, this is weird. It's whites who don't bathe and get golden toes. I didn't know that was a thing. I did not either. I mean, how long do you have to go without bathing to get yell like, turn Asian? You said yellow toe. Golden, I said. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I think we already went over the difference between golden and, and yellow. <laughs> we did. So that's, I have never heard that. Apparently, if you don't bathe, you get golden toes. So. That, that sounds more like a health issue than anything but else. But it surely isn't a very good, like if someone was like, yeah, golden toe over there. It's. It seems to me that if you said, if you called someone golden toe, you'd be more referencing the fact that they hadn't bathed. Well, I think that it would be. It, you call someone golden toe. It's it's almost like call them gold finger, like they're rich or something. Yeah, it's it's just not it's not good. But it it was in the list and it was interesting. I thought I'd never heard it before. I guess gold finger could be if you, if you gave a hand job to a gold chick or something, gold gold woman. Yeah, and yeah. it just just the gold yeah, came yeah, off. She, yeah, she got gold fingered. Oh, if you were gold. No, if the girl was gold, you would. After fingering, or you get gold fingers, or maybe it's like you know she peed, but that would be yellow fingers, and it could also be thought of as you finger an Asian person. So there you have it. I'm glad we covered all those bases. Mm-hmm. This next one, um, I think that's third base. Is is it third base? This next one, I have been called. I have been called this by an Asian person. Well, I don't who, speak for all of them, so who didn't like me? So that that makes this one interesting to me. Gomer. I guess Gomer Pyle. I don't know. That, that is actually what it's referring to. It's Gomer Pyle, white goof Gomer Pyle from the television show, the same name, a spinoff of the Andy Griffith show. So I had uh, a guy who was a shitbag that I had to work with at one point, and he ended up in another place, and I was there, and he was ca- trying to get my attention to something, and he called me a Gomer. I remember thinking, Wait, you work with Khan from King of the Hill? <laughs> no. You Gomer! But it was it was really like... I remember thinking, like, I already don't like you. You're calling me Gomer, like Gomer Pyle, which doesn't really describe me. But it was just, you know, it wasn't. He actually used a thing that I found in the racial slur database to say to me, and he was an Asian dude, so it could have been racially motivated. Uh, hey, he might he might be the person God. who, who uh, wrote it. Well, there wasn't a little picture of me next uh, to this. <laughs> well, did you click on every word? <laughs> no, you I never didn't. know. That's- I might have popped up in there. And the last one for this episode, the last white slight is, it's one of the greats, really, I think, for what we've been doing. Guilo. Oh, White Ghost. White Ghost. Yeah. You hear how fast he got that out? Well, it's because I watch a lot of Hong Kong movies. Guilo. Don't teach the Guilo yeah, yeah. is what they said uh-huh. to Bruce Lee. Yeah, the White Ghost. So do you know why? It's white ghosts? Yeah, because uh, one of the superstitions is that uh, white people don't have spirits. And they leave a lot of ghosts. <laughs> so so it's a Cantonese term to yeah. refer to any Western person. It translates to white ghost or white devil. And then it says the first whites seen in China were sailors. The ships often left on early morning tides or during the night, causing the locals to believe that they were ghosts who were seen and then disappeared. Wow. So they'd see white people at night. And then they would just be gone the next day. Interesting. 
the first white people. So I love the idea that the first white people that came in contact with Asian people were perceived as being ghosts. Well, I would explain a lot. Go on. (laughs) No, that's all I got. So, okay, none of these, I think, are going to give us uh, what we need in terms of a uh, of a really hard-hitting slur. Guaylo already gets used, but every white person I know thinks it's funny. So it's not going to do nothing. Gomer? Eh, no. A little dated, too. Exactly. Okay, so we are through the White Slights segment. We are done with all of the pre-planned segments. So my question for you is what do you want to say on the way out? Did I ever tell the story of how weird I think it is that I was in a band that had sex with a girl while his, not only his band was playing, but while he was singing? Wait a minute. You were in a band with a guy who had sex with a girl while the band was playing? No, while, while his band was playing on a tape recorder. Oh, not while the band, not live. No, not live. People do that. Really? Yeah. Mm, yuck. <laughs> I've seen the, what ends up on the surfaces of the stage. You wouldn't want to fuck anywhere near that shit. It's like a combination of spit and... Like, so you're saying that you know someone who has sex to his own music. No, to his own voice, because he's singing. Because <laughs> I sang some of the songs, and this other guy... See, I'm I'm keeping it like low pro and anonymous, but I sang half the songs, and this guy sang half the songs. And in, this, like, in this one band that will remain anonymous. Yeah, that will remain anonymous, and like... It's either like you have a big fucking set of balls or like you're just really fucking weird. It's like a really early Kanye move, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, I guess it is. I mean, I don't find Kanye that good. And I don't find this guy that good, so I see the similarities. But that just seems weird. Like, even on my best, you know, my dick's harder than a fucking diamond drill day, I don't go, hey, you know what would be a hot move? If I had my own voice playing over the fucking tape deck while I'm fucking someone, that's pretty self-centered. Like, there's something there. There's something weird going on that is beyond just the fact that you're fucking to your own voice. Now, when you're a person in the music scene, you'll know a lot of people in the music scene, and a lot of the music that you'll regularly listen to will be people that you know. So if you found that it's problematic to have sex with music playing when you know the person singing, if it's not you? Would I have a problem? Yeah. Have you had a problem? Well, Sunny Day Real Estate's pretty difficult because of all the tempo changes. That's been a lot of people's music. Well, yeah, because they come really quick. But, like, if you got to have some stamina going, I mean, that song's going to change at some point. You work around it, man. Mm, what, sit there, like, with the butt cheek in one hand and in the other hand have your little remote for the stereo? You know, fast forward? I no, mean, no, no. You don't have to fast forward the song. You could just do all of the timing changes on yourself. So can you imagine fucking the... <laughs> no, like... No, I just find that weird. Do, do you find that weird, Dave? Like, some guy fucking with his own voice, singing... Yeah. About, probably about, oh, I didn't, I just realized this, singing about someone else. Singing about a different person. Person, yeah. Oh, that's double creepy. No, but, no, seriously, this is, this is true. It came from the, the horse's mouth, and I'm not saying that just because he looks like a horse. He, he, he literally was fucking while his voice was singing to a girl that he wasn't fucking. That's weird. He told you this. He told me that. You didn't witness this. 
You weren't in no, the house. No, I wasn't at the time. watching it. I don't want to see some horse fuck somebody. No, not watching. <laughs> not watching, but you could have been in the same house. It could have been on tour. No, no. I, After a show. It's just what he told me. So it could have just been for effect, fire for effect. Well, what is that supposed to impress me? That he fucked someone while listening to his own voice? I mean, that's kind of like, uh, I don't know, taking a shit and listening to nursery rhymes from your grandma over the tape deck. I mean, it's just weird. Well, let me ask you this then. This kid, Taylor Jepson, do you think he listens to himself? Yeah, I bet he masturbates to his own podcast. I mean, I've got to think that. I mean, there's no other... Does he have a podcast? What does he record? I can't remember. Audio Diary. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry I didn't know the language all day. I'm just fucking... You know, I'm from the sticks. All right, listen. I know we're having a hard time with this map, but we really need to find a way to go out. In the butt? This podcast is a product of the Nobody's Knows Podcast Network. Executive producers, David R. Larson and K. Drake Streetman. Music for this episode provided by The Hit from the record Shermer, Illinois. If you need a ride in the Seattle area, use Black Crown Car Service. Black Crown Car is your best option for rides in Seattle. Ah, Seattle! Jewel of the Pacific! Download the app for your mobile device at www.blackcrowncar.com. Oh, I take the crown car so I can meet with many concubines! Black Crown's professional drivers are the best in the business. Oh, loose women. On demand or reserve, cash or card, 24-7. Whatever you need, Black Crown Car will be there for you. No brown eye here, Yankee! Next time on the token Asian. Dude, I just took a hit off the space joint. So whatever you smoked today, you seem very, like, kind of mellow. Got a little bit of an edge to you. What did you say it was called? Mellow yellow? <laughs> See, if I hear something, I can imitate it. Yes, but now... Yes, the... but now... Why is that so hard to understand? <laughs> I tapped out a mouse in my ass cheeks. That could literally be, like, the ultimate, like, fuck you, old man. Yeah. While singing into his penis? Yeah. Then why was he singing a Rocky, a Rocky Vallao song? Why is that so hard to understand? <laughs> this sounds fake. Well, no, I mean, he, he blasts himself in his mouth. And like, and then he turned toward the camera and it, and it looked like a cross between that Salvador Dali painting and the scream. It wasn't funny. It was just like odd. I got a mixtape. Want to listen to it? No, it's this is my band's demo. Oh, that's so much different. It's a little different. Why is that so hard to understand? Yeah, God, that fucking lady's annoying. You know, f- every time her I see- name is Flo. Now is it Flo F L O W? No. Oh, the yeah. pig is fucked up because the pig. Well, okay, I'm a little jealous of the pig because he gets more fucking ass than I do. But he, it's not that he just gets ass. He gets like cross species action. Like he's never with like Miss Piggy or anything. It's the pig with a full size trick and like. Yeah, man. And then if the pig gets a hot chick, everyone thinks that's cool. But if you fuck a pig. Yeah, you're in jail. It's bullshit. 
I'm trying to suck my own dick. I'm sorry. We are not going out on a good note. Why is that so hard to understand?